Hey friends, welcome to episode 57 and a bonus episode of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. So this is a special episode because I decided to do this yesterday and I wanted to give you a really in-depth look behind the scenes at my subscription box business and how I did a $47,000 holiday season. So October through December, I'm including October because October you can still get a lot of holiday sales if you do things the right way. So right now it is past October, so you can do the best you can with November and December, but I'm including October because technically you can still do a lot of holiday sales. So I'm going to just include that in there. So Yeah, I want to talk about this. It's something that I get a lot of questions on the holiday season, and it truly is your biggest opportunity to make sales in your business. And so it would be crazy of me not to just give you some details here. I've had a few Black Friday episodes where I gave you just general Black Friday tips, holiday season tips, but this I want to actually share what I did for my business because it took me three holiday seasons to get it right. Um, I'm very open about my first holiday season and how it totally bombed. So it took me a couple years. This was not my first rodeo. So I just want to kind of give you a true behind the scenes inside look into how I made that happen for my subscription box business. So before we jump into this, I want to let you know the doors to the Slay and Scale Product Academy are opening tomorrow. So hold on, let me pull up my phone really quick. Um, depending on when you are listening to this episode, the Slay and Scale Product Academy is available to enroll on November 12th, Friday. So this episode is airing on November 11th. So it comes out tomorrow, November 12th. And we are open from November 12th through November 17th, so for six days, and then the cart closes. So I invite you to join me inside this course. You can literally get started today for $99 and as a payment plan. And everything that I'm walking you through in this episode is what I teach you in my course. So I teach you in my Slay and Scale course. It is the roadmap to increasing your sales, traffic, customers, and systems for your product-based business. It is mainly for subscription box businesses and e-commerce. So if you are making under $10,000 per month, this course is for you. If your business is not in the place that you want it to be, you want to make more money, you want to get more sales, and you want someone to give you like that direct roadmap to do so, this course is perfect for you. Everything I learned in the past five and a half years of having a product-based business and consulting is in this course. It's a one-stop shop. It is everything you need for the next years of your business to make more sales, grow your business, and increase your visibility. So again, I invite you to join me in the course. You will absolutely love it. It is a no-brainer. And again, I give a lot of, everything I talk about in this podcast is stuff that I give you the specifics in the course. So again, the Slay and Scale Product Academy is my signature course. Um, I no longer offer one-on-one coaching. And so this is how you can work with me and learn from me. I always tell people, Um, I never try to convince you to work with me. Um, I like to say, find someone who has done the things that you want to do 
and learn from them, however that may be, a mentorship, a course, a strategy session. Um, So if you have been wanting to work with me or you're like, you know what, this chick grew a business, she grew a product-based business, I want to learn from her. Go for it. Um, I never want to pressure people into working with me or learning from me, but this course is the best way. And I created it because so many people came to me with the same questions. I don't know what to do to get more customers. My website's not converting. I don't know what to do to get sales. Um, I have a subscription box and I'm stuck at 60 subscribers or 100 subscribers and I want to get to 500 subscribers. What do I do? So this is literally why I created this course for you. So again, the link is in the show notes. You have um, from Friday the 12th through Wednesday the 17th to join for $99 um, as a payment plan today. And we will not open the doors again until the end of January. So just as a heads up. So, all right, guys, now that I have talked about my Slay and Scale course, let's dive in. Oh, and also, if you have any questions on the course, if it's a good fit for you, what you're going to be learning, I have a ton of resources that I am happy to share with you. And yeah, just let me know. You can message me on Instagram and I'm happy to answer any questions for for you or you can um, send me an email. So... All right, guys, so let's dive into this episode. So on this episode, again, we're going to walk through the exact strategy I used to make a $47,000 holiday season with no ads for my business, the Dapper Dog Box. So this was my final year in my business before I sold my business. So let's talk about it. I'm going to go through a few things. The first part I'm going to talk about is what I did on my website to increase conversion and then what I did with my subscribers. And so for those of you who aren't aware, I owned a, I started, launched, founded, whatever, a subscription box business called the Dapper Dog Box. And so it was a subscription box and I also had an e-commerce store. So I very much sold individual items and I sold items from the boxes that were past inventory. So um, the first part I want to talk about is website and like how I leverage my subscribers because there's so much opportunity to make money. There truly is. And I think most people just aren't aware of it. They don't think about it. And you don't know these things. If you're a new business, you don't know these things. There's no... There's nothing that teaches you this, which is why I'm teaching it to you. This is why, again, I created my Slay and Scale course because I see stuff out there for subscription box and e-com people, and I feel like it's garbage. All they teach you is, oh, do ads, do ads, do ads. And I teach you how to make a six-figure business without any ads, right? Um, And it might take you time. Like The thing is, if you're not doing ads, your business might be a little slow at first, but As long as you do, you know, you know your idle customer, you speak to them in their language, you have product that they want and need, your business will grow, right? And you do marketing. Marketing is everything. So again, the first part of this episode is going to be website and subscribers. Um, Then I'm going to talk about marketing. So marketing, again, as you guys know, I like spew marketing all the time because it is the most important thing if you have a product-based business. It is the most important thing. If you are not marketing your business, no one knows about you. No, There's no eyeballs on your product. So you got, like marketing is everything. And again, I teach you that in-depthly in the Slay and Scale Product Academy. Okay, so let's talk about website. So what I did to holiday eyes my website. And if you guys took my Black Friday challenge, you would have learned some of this stuff in here. So for my website, 
for the holiday season, literally starting like the first week of November, everything turns into holiday. So everything is like Christmassy and right. And again, I if if you do not celebrate Christmas, I'm not trying to offend you. I just want to preface that. Um, that kind of like I feel like holiday sales, people are referring to a lot of different holidays. Um, I sold Christmas items. So again, if that's not your jam, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I know there's a lot of different holidays that are celebrated. So I just want to preface that so I don't offend anyone. But um, so for my website, I turned into like super Christmassy. So the entire up- website was updated from my hero image. So that first image when you land on a website is called the hero image. And I basically sent product in advance to one of my brand team. Um, and they took photos for me of my holiday product. And so what I did was I took one of those photos that they sent me. And so I had a dog subscription box. You can adapt this to any niche that you're in. Um, for me, I had a dog with the box and the items around the box in a Christmassy background. It was perfection. Um, and that's what I had as my holiday hero image. And then I updated my call to action buttons and they said, buy a box or gift a box. So the holiday season is all about gifting. It's not always about people buying stuff for themselves. It's actually way more about gifting. So your main purpose for the month of November and December is like, how can I sell the crap out of gift items? And so you have to put that on your website. Make it easy for people to buy from you. So if that just means you add more buttons on your website that say grab a gift, send a gift, buy your gift today. Um, So I did that. And then basically I had, and then, okay, and here's the other thing too, is I had a holiday collection. And so I had from, for a subscription box website, there's two different pieces to the puzzle. You have your subscription box, right? And then you also have, if if you have it, you have like one-time gift boxes or you have a shop page where you sell individual items from the box or gift boxes, right? And so on my website, the, the buttons that said, um, you know, buy a box, that went to my regular subscription page. If it said gift a box, it went to the gift subscription page. However, underneath that was basically shop our holiday like store for individual toys, treats, accessories, or gift boxes. And so when you clicked that section, it went to my shop holiday collection page. So I just want to make sure that's super clear because with a subscription box, you have to be very clear where you are sending people. Make it idiot proof, okay? If there is any confusion on the customer's behalf, they're not going to buy from you. And I see this so often. Websites are so confusing. I am looking for a one-time box for a friend and I can't freaking figure out how to buy that from you. And so I'm not going to buy from you. I'm going to go to someone else. Um, So make it easy for people to buy from you. Make it clear which places go where. If you have a shop page, like with individual items from your boxes, make sure that's crystal clear on your website, right? Um, Okay. Then let's talk about the subscription box customers. This is this is my favorite part because there's so much opportunity for the holiday season. So you have your subscription box subscribers, right? Then you also have people, if you have a shop page, 
You also have people that have bought from you individual gift boxes, not a subscription. Maybe they bought a one-time gift box that you put out. Um, Maybe they bought, if you are an apparel company or a dog pet brand and you sell individual t-shirts and treat bags and dog toys, or you sell scrunchies and um, hair bracelet, not hair bracelets, but that's not even a thing. You sell, you know, other hair items or something. Um, so you have, you have three opportunity. Actually, you have a lot of opportunities. You have a lot of opportunities here to sell different things to those different people, and so that would be called like segmenting your people. So for your subscription box subscribers, you can sell them. So they buy your three-month, your month-to-month, your six-month, your 12-month subscription box. They're on your subscription plan, right? They are your subscription box subscribers. You can sell them gift subscriptions for friends and family for the holidays. These are your easiest people to market to. They already like you. They already subscribe to you. Um... You just have to give them a little boost. You have to give them an incentive if you want to. You don't even have to. Um, But they are like the easiest people. You already have like 100, 200, 300, 500 customers that would love to buy a gift box from you for a friend. Of course, because they love you. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to think, how can I leverage Whatever month you have left, if you have November or December, or this could be done via email, um, you want to like leverage those subscribers and say, how can I get them to send gift boxes to friends and family? So what I did was I added a custom like insert postcard to all of my subscribers' boxes in October, November, and December. So what I, what it said was it was like a Christmassy card and it said some I don't remember exactly what it said I I would have to find the card in my um, sea of documents in my laptop but something like you know um, need a gift need a holiday gift for a friend um, send one of our gift subscriptions and take like fifteen percent off or something so I always like for my customers I will give them everything. I will give you extra discounts. I will give you extra items. I will make sure you love my brand. And that's exactly what I did. I went out of my way to make sure my customers were obsessed with my brand. And that's what I teach in the Slay and Skill Product Academy as well. Um, You have to build loyalty to get people to keep coming back to you, whether it's a subscription box or an e-commerce store. Customer loyalty is everything. And if you're not trying to keep your customers happy and loyal, you're missing a piece in your business. You're missing an opportunity. And so again, I do teach that in the last module of my Slay and Skill Product Academy. So, okay. So I would give a postcard or insert in the boxes and I would give them an incentive. I think I did 15, you can take 15% off. And I just said across the board, um, I'm going to make it, for my current customers, I'm going to make it easy for them to buy whatever the hell they want from me. If you want to get If you want to buy a gift subscription to Cheryl or you want to buy a gift subscription to your mom or you want to buy a one-time gift or you want to buy one dog bandana or one item, take 15% off. Done. One discount code. Make it applicable to my entire shop and move on, right? So that's a super easy way that you can sell gift subscriptions to your existing customers or 
gift products. It could be anything. Um, and this would be done via you could add something to their box or you can send emails. So there's two opportunities here. I, of course, hit them with both, of course, uh, many times. So I didn't just give them one postcard. I gave them like two to three postcards in their October, November, December, or just maybe their November, December. But I'm pretty sure I started in October just as like, hey, guys, guess what we're going to be launching? You know what I mean? I like to give people heads up and and notice so they can plan. So that's one opportunity. Um, The second opportunity here is for the people on your email list who bought one-time products. So these are people that either bought gift boxes, they bought items randomly. So if you have a a shop, an e-commerce store, not everyone on your list um, is a subscription box subscriber, right? So for those people, this is a different group of people, which is why you cannot send the same email to your entire email list. You have to think in terms of segmenting them or separating them. These are different people. So for the people, if you have a subscription box business, the people that did not do not currently have a subscription box subscription with you for those people you um you sell your subscriptions so grab my 3 6 12 month subscription or you know grab my monthly box or my 3 month or 6 month whatever so these people have already bought something from you right so again, there is some like like no one trusts. They do know you, but they never subscribe. That doesn't mean that they never would. They just haven't subscribed yet. So for those people, you have opportunity to sell a subscription service to those people. Um, lastly, uh, I'm just looking at my list I have here. So for gift boxes, right? So then you have people that buy gift boxes during the holiday season. So this is like a third group of people. You have people that order gift boxes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I made I messed that up. So people that receive gift boxes. So during the holiday season, you sh- if you have a subscription box business, most of your orders, or not maybe most of them, but a lot of your orders should be gift boxes or gift subscriptions, right? So for every single person that gets a gift box from someone else, so they have not ordered from you. They do not know who you are. They do not know your brand. They know nothing about you. So for them, give them the opportunity to buy from you again or not again for the first time. So for them, you would create a separate insert into their subscription box. And basically what what I would do is, and actually what I did was I would have um, a super fun picture of product. Um, for me, I would for me, my I had a pet subscription box. So everything would always have a dog because again, a dog evokes emotion. If you sell items to humans, like not dogs, Put a picture of a person, put a picture, a smiling, happy person using your product is everything. If you don't have any of that, then just keep it simple. Use what you use, what you have, right? But you want to basically say like, you know, here's your gift box from Karen, um, something like that. And then basically have like a separate section on there that would say, you know, if you're interested in trying our subscription service or buying something, here's a discount code for a future purchase. So just make it easy for them to buy, but also give them a little incentive. Okay. So those are my three ways that I leverage my subscription box subscribers, my non-subscription customers, and then how I leverage 
gift box recipients, right? And then there's one last thing that I'm going to tell you that was a huge thing that I did my last year. So I took all of my subscription box subscribers. I took, I exported a list of every single person who was on a month-to-month plan or a three-month plan. And I emailed them and I said, you have like seven days to upgrade to a six or 12-month subscription box and I'll give you an extra like 10% off or something. I forget what discount I used. It was something like, it wasn't anything crazy, but I want to say it was like an extra, you'll get an extra 10% off your thing. And so by doing that, I got a ton of people that upgraded their plan from a month to month to a six or 12 month. So again, like if you're trying to one, get like a cash boost or, you know, you always want like every subscription box business will have a different outlook on this. Um, Some like the month to month revenue coming in. Some subscription box businesses, they want you to commit upfront to six or 12 months and they want that $100, $200, $300, $400, right? Um, There's a lot of benefits either way. I'm not going to go into the benefits of that right now, but there are benefits either way. And so if you can get your customers to commit to purchasing with you longer, then in my opinion, it is a win-win. So I was able to get a lot of my customers upgraded from the month to month to a six or 12 month. And um, that that was amazing. So those were what I did for my website and my subscribers and like gift subscribers. Okay, the next thing I wanna talk about is my shop sales. So I had a subscription box business, right? So I had, I sold subscription boxes and I sold individual items from the boxes. And so what I did was I bought some extra inventory of holiday items. So basically put those up on my shop page for the holiday season. Um, I'm already getting a lot of traffic to my website, so why not just add some extra items? And I didn't buy a lot of like crazy inventory or anything, but I would look for some great sales or discounts and I would put those on my shop page. And then I would also take um, individual items and market those into gift boxes. So my big thing for my subscription box was we did bandanas and then like treats, toys, et cetera, into the boxes. And so I had a very specific bandana made for my gift boxes. And then I had a specific bandana made for my subscription box people. So by doing that, I would attract people to, you know, both options. But I, I had a really, really awesome like one-time holiday gift box. So those were really, really popular on my store as well. And then I would sell individual items. And then as the holiday season was like unfolding and I was shipping stuff, anything that I had extra inventory of on the subscription box side, I would list up on my shop. So don't underestimate, if you have a subscription box, don't underestimate your your hol- like your like shop page. Even if it's regular items, people will still buy. So, um, and then one last thing when it comes to website that I forgot to talk about is adding an upsell at checkout. This is a huge opportunity. So you can do this by many, many apps are out there that offer upsell. So I'm not going to go into like a super specific detail. I will tell you the one I used for my, I had Crate Joy. So my, my business was on Crate Joy and Crate Joy actually had, a really easy upsell option that you could just implement for free. I know if you have Shopify, there are things like um, Farah, 
F-E-R-A. I think they changed their name recently, I think. Um, when I signed up with it for my client, it was called Farah AI, F-E-R-A. Now it's called Farah Reviews. So there's that. Um, there's also another one. I think it's called One Click Upsell. That one's a really, really popular one. And I actually want to try that for my client next year. But that's a really good one. And yeah, I think that would be good for you to try. But honestly, there's other ones that are probably really cheap or free that you can grab on Shopify. And if you're on CrateJoy, you can actually do that for your business right now. So I took one item that I knew was going to be a superstar and I added that as my upsell at checkout. So every time people checked out, whether they bought a subscription box, a gift box, etc., they could add this one item to their box. And the item that I chose was very trendy. Um, it was actually a different version of an item that I normally used as my upsell. So I'll just Actually, I'll just tell you. So if you guys are a pet business, um, I used a Zippy Paws Milk and Cookie Burrow toy. Again, if you are in the pet space, you'll probably be like, oh yeah, I love that toy. It's amazing. It's super fun. It was so cute. And so I, I offered that as my normal upsell. And so again, if I'm selling that toy for $10, I'm paying maybe, I would buy them in bulk. So I would buy hundreds at a time and I would get their distributor pricing, which is probably like... I don't remember what it was at the time. It was like maybe $3 or something. And so, and again, I'm not going to give you like an exact number because I actually don't remember what I paid for it, but it was like probably a couple bucks and because I got discounts. And so I would leverage like this massive profit margin and actually so many people would buy that toy at checkout. So for the holiday season, I basically bought like a different version of that toy. It was like a, a Santa's milking cookie toy. I bought that and then I bought other like super trendy toys that I knew people would, it would be like an $8 toy and it would be a no brainer for them. And because I was already buying so much stuff from that company for the holiday season and probably using some sort of a discount as a wholesaler and I got distributor pricing with them. I'm getting these toys at a fantastic price and then I'm selling them to a customer at full price. And so I'm making like 70% profit margin on an upsell. So I'm not doing anything to get that sale. There's no customer acquisition cost here. It's pure profit. It's incredible. So I did that for the holiday season too. And that absolutely, like almost every time someone would buy a gift box, they would add that toy. So find something that's a no-brainer for your customer, find something that is under $10. Don't put like a $30 upsell. People won't buy that. It has to be a price that's like, oh, okay, yeah, $10, $8, $7. $7 to $10 is perfect. Um, make sure it's something that you've gotten a great price on. This is not the type of thing that if you buy it for $5 and you're selling it for seven, that's not worth your time. Make sure you're getting at least 50, 60% profit margin, at least. I want you to get more. I want you to get like 70% because an upsell is an opportunity for you to purely make profit. You're already shipping something to someone. If you add one more thing to the box or your package, it doesn't cost you any more money. And so this is a pure profit opportunity. Okay, let's move on to marketing, my favorite. So the first thing I wanna talk about is all the different things I did to 
get in front of customers, right? The first is my, is a customer referral program. I had a very like scrappy referral program. Pretty much when people bought for me, they were customers and they wrote a good review or they emailed me with something and I helped them and they said, oh my God, we love your box so much. Um, I built this into my email sequence. Basically when someone would buy, they would get a series of emails and at one point in that email sequence, I would invite them like, oh, if you loved your box, you know, we have a referral program. Um, We'll give you a code and you get a free box if someone, if you refer a friend or a family or something. So I didn't use any kind of referral app. I know today there are like 5 million ones out there. Depending on what platform you use, a lot of my listeners here have Shopify stores or they're on CrateJoy or they're on Subly. Whatever one you have, doesn't matter. They all have referral programs. They have referral apps or widgets or plugins you can use. Um, I tried a paid version of referral program with CrateJoy when I first launched when I first launched the box. It was like $99 a month. And at that point, I just wasn't making enough sales to justify it. And I, it also wasn't bringing me any referrals. So I was like, whatever, I'll just do my own little scrappy one. And so every time someone said, yes, we want to be one of your referrals, I would create them a discount code. I would say, what discount code do you... So this is a more manual version. So if you are like, no, I don't want to do anything manual, then sign up for an app. If you're like, no, I want to save money, I'm happy to do it manually, then do this. It worked for me and I did this up until the day I sold my business. So again, do what's best for you. But if they said, yes, I want to be a referral, I would create them a discount code. And then every month I would check all the codes and I would say, okay, Susie referred three people. So I would just add a free box to their plan. So you can do that multiple ways. If you don't want to give a free box, you can do whatever, any incentive you want to, but get creative here, people. Like it's be like don't don't stop because you're like well I don't know what discount to do and I don't know how to do it just figure something out and do it it doesn't matter what it is if that means you basically send them something if that means you add a free box to their subscription plan um if if you give them like a $20 PayPal credit do whatever works for you there's no right or wrong way here it's whatever is going to incentivize your customers so That was a huge thing is customer referrals. Um, I did really well with referrals. Um, Number two, affiliate program. I love affiliate programs so much. They bring you so much money and you do nothing. It's amazing. So I'm a huge, huge advocate of affiliate marketing. So how that works, if you're like, I don't know what an affiliate program is, you have a program, someone joins as an affiliate. So they are either a content creator, a blogger, a YouTuber, an influencer, or just some random person who loves your product and they want to promote you. They sign up for your program. They There's, there's some sort of like a system, like whether it's share sale, whether it's reversion, whether it is, I don't know. There's a ton of affiliate programs out there. The only two I've used personally are reversion and share sale, but there are a lot of ones out there and you, people sign up, they will get a disc. Generally, share sale does not give a discount code, but like reversion, when you sign up, you can say, this is what I want my discount promotion code to be. And then so when I sign up for like, let's say, um, who's, who's affiliate? I don't know. 
I would just say, okay, my code will be Kennedy10 or Kerry10. And then I post on my Instagram like, oh my God, guys, look at this box I just got. Or look at this product. I love it so much. Use code Kerry10 for 10% off. You guys see this every single day on social media. Everybody on Instagram is always promoting their codes and it's probably because they're an affiliate and they're going to get a commission if you buy. <laughs> so, um, so the beauty of an affiliate program in today's world, it's just it's huge because everyone is always sharing on their social platforms what they like. So whether you are sharing on your social platforms, your YouTube channel, or your blog, you are sharing and talking about products that you like and you have influence over your people, your followers, your friends, family, community. And so that's how an affiliate program works and that's why it's super successful. So I'm a huge fan of affiliate marketing. Um, I think it just can bring you so much, so much visibility. So with my affiliate program, um, I got a lot of bloggers, YouTubers um, for the Dapper Dog. So I didn't get as many people for Instagram necessarily. But today, now that Instagram is way more, is a lot bigger than when I had the Dapper Dog box. Although, I mean, Instagram was, and that was my, my I mean, Instagram was my biggest channel. But um, now with affiliate programs, they're much more integrated to be used on like social media. So Instagram, TikTok, etc. Um, so regular people can, can still sign up and promote you. That's totally fine. Um, but you want to think of an affiliate program for, you know, Instagram people, customers, if they love you and they just want to promote you, but they want to make commission, you could do that. Um, and then of course, like content creators, bloggers and YouTubers. So the benefit of an affiliate program is many things. One is people don't get paid commission unless they refer someone. That's the best part of an affiliate program is you can give someone 10, 20% commission, 30% commission, 5% commission, whatever you want to, but you don't pay them unless they refer someone. So in my opinion, there is a, there's no risk, no risk at all. So um, that's kind of how an affiliate program works. So number one, there's really no risk. You're only giving commission when someone buys. Two, um, especially if you're focusing your affiliate strategy, which you should, on getting and getting bloggers and YouTubers. You guys know I talk so much about setting your business up for success, and that means like doing the things or like that will bring you organic growth. So SEO, creating content, and I don't mean Instagram, okay? I don't mean Instagram. I'm talking blogging or YouTube. Blogging creates content that will help you show up on Google. YouTube creates content or you create content on YouTube, but it helps you show up on Google. These are two search engines. So they keep working for you to push your stuff out to people via search, via keywords. So when someone goes to Google and they search for the cutest dog toys or the trendiest dog toys or holiday dog toys or um, pink vegan leather bag or let me see what else I have in my room organic all-natural lip gloss or all-natural soy candles with a certain scent. Your stuff will show up, okay? You have to think beyond Instagram. This stuff makes me crazy because I see so many people, they put 
100% of their effort into Instagram. Like their whole business is Instagram. They know nothing beyond Instagram. They know no other marketing channels. They're not growing their email list. They're not creating content on, on organic platforms that will help them in the future. And I'm not going to, I hate to just be the bearer of bad news, but Instagram can turn your account off tomorrow. Okay. You do not own your Instagram account. My client had 12,000 followers and over something really dumb, their account got disabled and they lost all their followers. I talk about this story all the time because it literally happened to my client. So I need to remind you, Instagram is not your business. It's one piece of the puzzle and you need to be thinking bigger than that. Um, I just recorded two episodes, episode 55 and 56 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. It is all about how to create an organic marketing strategy. I literally said those are my two most important episodes you will ever listen on my podcast. And so if you have not listened to those, go ahead and listen to those next. They will really help you and they will be eye-opening to you as to how you can grow a business without relying on advertising and without relying on one marketing channel like Instagram. So, okay, now that I've said that, I'm going to get off my soapbox. And I always say this to help you because I see so many of you doing this. Like everything is Instagram and you know you guys don't really understand the power of email marketing and automations and SEO and blogging. And when you do realize that, you're like, oh my God, there's so much opportunity out there. Instagram is is one piece. And at some point, either like the algorithm will not like you anymore. Okay, I'm joking about that. I feel like people always complain about the algorithm. Um, Instagram is changing and it's much harder today to grow on Instagram unless you are doubling down on video, which is like a whole different conversation. Um so yeah, I'm saying this to help you because I want your business to succeed. That's why I literally sit here at six o'clock in the morning and record random podcast episodes because <laughs> it's to help you. So think me on Instagram. Okay, so that's when an affiliate program, now that I'm going back a little bit, affiliate program will help you get a lot of visibility and it'll get you to be featured in um, blogs and YouTubes. And so when someone goes, like that's a traffic driver too, just to say as well. Um, getting featured in other people's blogs and YouTube channels gives you backlinks and those are really important for SEO and SEO is search engine optimization. It's how you show up on Google. So I want you to think of those things, affiliate program, um, one of my most favorite forms of marketing and I really need, I'm going to create like a little uh, affiliate mini course. I really want to, I keep not wanting to create new courses, but Affiliate marketing is just, it's so, it's amazing. It's amazing because you can make money without doing anything. And I want you guys to do that. So, okay. So we talked about for marketing, customer referral programs, affiliate program. And the beauty of both of those, just to backtrack a little bit, is you don't actually have to do a lot of the work. They're marketing your stuff for you. So I just want to make sure that that's, that's very clear. Getting featured in gift guides. Oh my gosh, my favorite thing. I say my favorite thing about everything just because I love marketing so much. I think marketing is just the most amazing and interesting thing in the whole world. So I'm a nerd. Getting featured in gift guides is such a huge opportunity for you. So you can find gift guides. You have to be resourceful here because people will reach out to me and say, well, how do I get in? How do I get featured in gift guides? The first thing is just open up Google. It's free. Look up a competitor 
Who's your number one competitor? Who's your number two? Who's your number three competitor? Google them. Just put in their business name. You will, if you scroll down to page two, page three, page four, you will start to see a ton of blogs that are featuring this brand. Reach out to them and say, hey, I have an amazing product. We would love to be featured in your gift guide. Um, we'd love to send you a sample product or don't even offer a product. Just say, you know, we, we're happy to send over photos. And then if you have an affiliate program, that's even better. That will really help people want to feature you in gift guides. But it's worth a shot either way. You got to be resourceful here. So start reaching out to people and see if you can get featured in their gift guides. And the easiest way to find gift guides in your niche is to look up competitors, honestly. Um, you can also just look up like niche and then gift guide. Like if this was um, the beauty space, you could look up like beauty blogger gift guides or like skincare gift guides, skincare holiday gift guides, pet industry holiday gift guides, pet blogger gift guides. Like be creative here, but Google is your best friend and you can find people on Google. Um, the other thing is PR opportunities. So I'm not going to focus too much on the PR side of things, but the best, the easiest thing I can say is one, you can pitch yourself to the media. I have a podcast episode from, I think it's episode 54, maybe 53, Gloria Chu, um, how to get featured in gift guides. It's a great episode, perfect for the holiday season. So if you've not listened to that, go ahead and listen to that. And Gloria's amazing. I'm actually in a mastermind with her right now. And she's just like, she's like a PR genius. She's awesome. And she has a lot of resources on how to pitch yourself to the media and definitely check her stuff out. So you can check out my podcast episode for that. But there's a website called Help a Reporter. Uh, H, wait, Help a Reporter Out. I think it's H-A-R-O, Help a Reporter Out. Um, I used that when I had Dapper Dog and I would reach out, I would pitch myself to different people that were, lo- so they basically what it is, is it's a website and it's journalists and editors and people that are looking for people like you, products to be in like gift guides, articles, magazines, TV shows, etc. So they'll, someone will post something and they'll say, we are looking for the following industries to be included in a holiday gift guide, pet automobile, kids, women's, skincare. And then they'll say something like, please send a pitch to blah, 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 blah. And all you have to do is literally just write them an email and just give them a really quick pitch. Like my name is blank. Um, My product helps people with this. This is why it's amazing. Like in a couple sentences, just be short and sweet. And you can pitch yourself to get featured in all these PR or gift guide articles. So I know a lot of people have come to me and say, oh, I, you know, I look and there's never anything good. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I had a ton of features from doing that. I think you have to be resourceful here and you have to just keep looking. I mean, you're, it's, you're not going to look one time and, and get like featured in Martha Stewart. You know, you have to keep looking and you have to keep checking the list every single day. So, okay. So those were some big things I did for marketing to get myself features, to get affiliates promoting me. Um, The other thing that I want to mention quickly is influencers and um, like a brand ambassador team. So basically, I would host a brand ambassador search earlier in the season. And if if you're listening to this today, you can still do this. It's not too late. So I would host a brand ambassador search and 
I would say, you know, we're looking for five to six people to join our team and promote our team. And this is like very Instagram specific, just so you know. We're looking for people to, you know, promote us for the holidays. You must be able to promote us on Black Friday, that kind of thing. And we would, I would choose, you know, five to 10 different um, pet accounts. This can be applicable to any niche that you're in. And I would send them my holiday products. And then what that would do was one, I would get photos from them. And that's how I would use for marketing on my Instagram, on my product pages for my website, on my website, um, that kind of stuff. And then two, you're having other people promote you. So they're they're not affiliates. I mean, they could be, but they're basically just people that are uh, promoting you because they signed up to be a brand rep. So this is something that I always advise people to do. Honestly, I did this the entire time I had my business and it works really, really well. You're getting all these people with like-minded audiences to promote you. And of course, you create a discount code for them and then you can track how many people are using their code. So it's really, really efficient and it works really, really well. And again, you're getting someone else to be promoting you. You're not really doing much work. You just had to send them product. So I did a, I did a really good job in my last season of brand reps. And so I had a lot, I don't remember the exact number. I probably had like 10 brand reps and they were all promoting me the entire holiday season. So that was extremely helpful. And I was getting constant content from them picture video clips and so that's what I would use on my Instagram for content and on my product pages on my website so extremely extremely useful and important and working with influencers so I definitely worked partnered with a few like proper influencers over the holiday season Um, I can't 100% say that like it was super successful but that's going to be dependent on you and your niche to be honest with you I don't want to dive deep too much into influencer stuff, but influencer marketing is super important. And if there are people that you can partner with that you can give them free product or give them a, you know, whatever you can afford here. I'm not telling you not to pay them. If you can afford to pay someone, go for it. I have an amazing episode podcast episode with Sydney Johnson. It was from maybe two weeks ago. She is an influencer. She is also on my team and she's amazing, but she's an influencer and she literally tells you what to do, how to reach out, what not to do, mistakes people make when working with influencers. She is an influencer in the pet space and like home decor. So she's an amazing resource. And so that episode is fantastic and I definitely want you to listen to that too. So those are some quick marketing things you could do. So working with influencers, um, Uh, brand reps, gift guides, affiliate program, and customer referral program. Um, I'm not even going to talk about social media because that's just such an obvious one, but I'll talk about it really quickly. Social media. So whatever channels you use for your business, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, what else is there? Right now, I feel like TikTok is all the rage. Everyone's using TikTok. Everyone's obsessed with it. Um, I don't know if you have a TikTok account. If you don't, it's probably a good time to start one. Um, If you have Instagram, I know everyone has Instagram and that's kind of like you need to have Instagram. You know, you just have to be promoting your products, showcasing behind the scenes, that kind of stuff. So I'm not even going to talk about Instagram because that's just an obvious one. And it's what most people focus on 100%. So I'm trying to give you things that you probably didn't even know were an option here or things that you just aren't really leveraging very well. Okay, 
The next thing I want to talk about is email marketing, my fave. Email marketing is, it's marketing, but it's also a sales channel in my opinion. And it is incredibly powerful. And email marketing is something that is, hold on, my laptop just literally froze. Email marketing is something that is very misunderstood, misused, underused, under leveraged, under everything. And it's one of the most powerful things you can do for your business. So when it comes to the holiday season, especially for Black Friday, I mean, I would literally, for Black Friday, two to three emails on just on Black Friday. I would say three emails. You want emails before Black Friday, giving your audience a heads up of what your specials are going to be. Maybe you even open the cart early for Black Friday, like the day before. Um, after Black Friday, are you extending your Black Friday sale? One to two emails, at least. You have to remember, during the Black Friday week, Black Friday, Summer Monday, Small Business Saturday, people are getting bombarded with email. So don't you worry that you are sending too many emails because guess what? You're not. 90% of your emails won't even be open because they're not even being noticed. So you have to make sure, one, you prep your audience in advance and tell them what you are doing for Black Friday. And then two, you have to make sure that you send enough emails during that sales period so people are aware that you know you're you have a sale because again people get pounded by email during that week and so if you normally are comfortable sending one email i would send three if you're normally comfortable sending three emails i would send like five Um, because again most people won't even notice like the first three and they may be like oh yeah i forgot about this company cool i'm gonna get i'm gonna grab their sale So don't be afraid to use email and be aggressive during the holiday season because guess what? Everyone else is. And if you aren't, you're going to miss out. So be sure to give your audience a heads up before Black Friday, during Black Friday, after Black Friday. What's your next sale? You can do fun things like, you know, the seven days of Christmas. I've seen people do really fun things in December. Like the first seven days of December, they have a different sale each day or a different product they're promoting. I mean, go crazy, have fun, but email marketing is going to be your best friend and don't underestimate it because that is where a huge bulk of your sales actually should be coming from. All right, guys. And then last thing I'm going to talk about is marketplaces. And this is... Actually, this is relevant for both subscription box and e-com. So marketplaces, where else can you sell your products? So I'm not really focusing here on a lot of different sales channels. Like if you want to sell wholesale, that's great. Awesome. I'm not really focusing on that for, for today's episode. My focus, what I teach you is how to grow your business online um, direct to consumer. So that's my, that's what I teach. I teach direct to consumer. I do not teach you how to grow your business working with like B2B. So, you know, partnering with other stores. If you want to sell your products in in stores, that's just not what I teach. Other people teach that. Awesome. Um, that's just not what I teach. So I'm not going to focus on that, but obviously that's an obvious thing. If you want to sell in other people's shops or other people's stores, that's great. Figure out how you can create you know, get wholesale connections and go for it. So um, I'm referring to um, one, CrateJoy. So CrateJoy Marketplace is for subscription boxes. It's the biggest subscription box marketplace there is. 
And while I will say the customers I got from the CrateJoy marketplace were probably my worst customers, you're still getting sales. So right now we're focused on sales and not maybe who the best customer is. So just keep that in mind. Um, So CrateJoy marketplace is a marketplace. You have to pay for a listing there. But if you have a subscription box on Shopify, list it on CrateJoy marketplace. Like why not? You will get a lot of exposure if your listing is done correctly. Um, You need to make sure it's optimized correctly. You need to have great images. Like I see so many mistakes with CrateJoy Marketplace listings. And in fact, that's actually a really great um, YouTube video that I should do. (laughs) Um, But a lot of people make mistakes with their Marketplace listings. The most important thing is the keywords you're using, the title of your listing, like what keywords you're gonna put in there to attract, because people are scrolling through their market. It's like an Etsy. It's like Etsy for subscription boxes. They're scrolling through, and if your listing does not pop out and stop the scroll, they're gonna scroll right past you. So just keep that in mind. Um, and then Amazon, like I sold on Amazon. I sold. I was part of Amazon's subscription box platform when it first opened. So I was one of the early people invited to be on Amazon's subscription box platform. So one, I sold subscription boxes on Amazon and you know, Amazon is pretty magical when it comes to sales. Like they just come through, (laughs) they come through and my, it took me a lot of effort to get my listing done properly with them. I mean, it was a whole thing. I had to get so many images done and it was an interesting experience. Like Amazon is its own beast. I'm super excited. We actually have, I feel like I'm diverting here a little, but we have an Amazon expert that I am recording with tomorrow, Jenny from Phytophysies. I love her. She's one of my one-on-one clients and she's going to be on the podcast. Well, we're recording it tomorrow, but it's probably going to air probably in December or January, but we're recording it all about Amazon and how to blow up your business using Amazon. So she's an Amazon expert. So anyway, so I did have my subscription box on Amazon. But then I also sold individual items on Amazon. So if I had leftover inventory that I was allowed to list on Amazon. So you have to make sure you know the vendors that you work with and know the rules behind that brand. Like there are a lot of companies that say you are not allowed to list this on Amazon. So make sure you're aware of that because I had a couple products that I listed and I got, you know, the, the company emailed me and said, those need to be taken down immediately. They didn't, you know, it didn't cause any big problems. I just wasn't aware. So I took them down. And of course I apologized and all that. And it was fine, but just be aware that you're not automatically allowed to just list whatever you want on Amazon. You have to make sure you look at your contract with the vendor or you look at the rules, you know, the terms and conditions and stuff um, when you sign up with them. And just make sure you can list it. But if you can, Amazon's an amazing place to get rid of inventory. So I used to put up everything on Amazon and get rid of it. Like stuff on Amazon just sells. Even if you don't know anything about marketing or listing, it'll, I guarantee you, your stuff will still sell. It's just, it's crazy. So I would sell tons of stuff on Amazon. Anything that I couldn't, any like leftover inventory in my boxes, Anything that I could list on Amazon and just get rid of, I would get rid of it. And so again, like, yes, Amazon takes a percentage of sales, but you're getting rid of inventory. And inventory that's laying around in your house or your warehouse is money not in your pocket. 
All right, guys, that is it. This was a really long episode, and I hope you found some value in this. This is an episode that I think is a really important one. I had, again, it took me a couple years to really nail down that holiday holiday strategy for my business, but my third year, or I had my business for almost three years, and that third season is when I, I nailed it, but that did not happen the first time or the second time. So I want to be very transparent that it took me three seasons to get to that amount of sales coming in. And that's not necessarily what is possible for, you know, where you're at right now. So just keep that in mind that it took me three seasons to get to that number. You might be in your first season and you're just not there yet. And that's okay. What I'm like, what I'm giving you today is the roadmap to get there for your business. Because everything I just talked about today is stuff that you can implement over time and you will get there too, I promise. So um, I hope you found this valuable. I would love to know your thoughts on this episode. Again, I certain episodes I create, I feel very strongly about and I just feel like this episode was like calling to me yesterday and I said, you know what? I'm just going to give them my entire behind the scenes look at my holiday strategy. So if you love this episode, please, please, please leave me a review on Apple iTunes and just let me know how the episode helped you or what value you took from it or what you learned or anything else that's positive, please. And then two, I invite you to join me in the Slay and Scale Product Academy. Doors open Friday, November 12th and they close, uh, let me pull up my thing, the 17th. So the 12th through the 17th of November, the doors are open. You can join today or depending on when you're listening to this, you can join Friday, November 12th for $99 today. Honestly, it's the lowest that it'll be. It will be going up in price next year. So I just want to give you a heads up on that. But everything that I talked about in today's le- or today's podcast episode is covered in the course. And I give you like step by step by step by step by step by step. I literally hold your hand and walk you through every single thing I talked about today. So if you are trying to grow your business and you're feeling stagnant or stuck or you don't know what to do, the course will help you. That is why I it took me seven months to create this course, okay? I put my heart and soul into this course. The day I recorded my last lesson, I literally cried because I had put so much effort into it. And it's literally to help people like you. So you can sign up with the link below. And if you have any questions on the course, if it's a good fit for you, if you need it, just DM me on Instagram. I am an open book and I will tell you. So thank you so much, guys. And I will talk to you next week.